I have a story about a mutant race of dog and rat people who summon a portal to hell with the power of rock and roll. And it's Canadian. How sexy is it? Oh, Ethan. It's, oh, it's, so I've got good news it's a for bit you. Sexy. <laughs> All, All right, right, I'm in. That's good. That's we can use that. Listen, everybody, we're all feeling very sad right now because of the state of the movie industry and Hollywood and TV shows. They're all soulless, passionless, cheap garbage. Am I right? Yes, I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. You need, you require, (laughs) especially right now, a little bit of enrichment in your capitalism enclosure. Oh, wow. I didn't realize. Okay. You need weird (laughs) art. You need weird okay. art That's in right. your life. You need that enrichment. You need weird but passion filled, love filled art. This is and a, today, more of a self-promotion thing. Today, <laughs> we're bringing that to you. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to leave the comfort of wherever you're listening to this amazing podcast. Right. We're going to tell you about the 80s Canadian animated adult film. Rock and rule. Interesting. So So welcome to The Lore You Know, um, a podcast where some friends dive into the fantastical and often convoluted lore of media that we grew up with and love and are perplexed by. Um, And here to bring you the mostly correct facts about made-up things this week are me, Fran. Me, Ethan. And I'm CJ. And we have brought Lizard, ex-Lizard, Lizzie back. Um, because and I'm starting off really pissed, and she's starting. She's coming I'm pissed, in hot. Everybody, there's a Let, lot of energy. Let's <laughs> okay. Let's clear the room because I know what's the problem here. We brought you on for a special reason, Lizzie, and I. I think I want to apologize. I think I will apologize for the other two hooligans I do this podcast with. Um, I know that the last time you were here, we did Mortal Kombat, and I I know that there was a big controversy. That I said the words Kung Lao. And then you said, <laughs> like, come loud. But I simply didn't hear you. I was Even just off. Ethan, I was just off in, well, all of us were off in our own world. And then, and then. I repeated my you joke. You repeated, ah, come loud. And yet again. And yet, and yet. I went no unanswered one. when I knocked on that door. And I know, and I know that that was. I knocked twice. You did. You knocked twice, mm-hmm. and we did not answer. And so we have brought you back to show that there are no hard feelings. To to that that was a very you know funny good say. joke. And knock to... once on the come joke. Shame on me. Knock twice. Shame on you. Knock three times, and now shame it's now it's party. You know what I'm saying. Uh, so we're we're sorry for that. We're sorry that we missed your come loud joke. Um, I surely we can fit in something like that into this one. I mean, we basically have. Yeah, at this sounds point. like that. Actually, is that why we brought her on to do this topic in particular? That because is the it, only reason. Yeah. coming loudly. I'm assuming. Yes, I'm if afraid. It's a rock opera animated musical. Yeah. So we have some some nits to pick. Unfortunately, um, 
I did tell Lizzie it was a rock opera. It feels like a rock opera, but unfortunately, the definition of a rock opera is not an opera with rock music in it. It's correct a rock album made for a opera style setting. So like Pink Floyd's The Wall Mm -hmm. is a famous example of a rock opera. This feels like a rock opera. Okay. But it it is, it's not Not one rock band that made this. Not one rock band could make this movie. Okay. (laughs) This is something that only a group of dedicated rockers, specifically like famous 80s rockers, 70s rockers, and look it up. (laughs) And uh, a bunch of. I'm just going to assume a little bit coked out animators. Like, I think I that mean, they were. It's the 80s. Yeah, yeah it's the like, 80s. Like, everyone was, goes um, without saying. This movie is no um, small indie production, though made in Canada. Um, this includes the uh, the music and voices, in some cases, of Cheap Trick Blondie, Velvet Underground, Earth, Wind, and Fire. And we've got uh, Debbie Harry. She's Blondie lead singer. Um, Lou Reed, who's the Velvet Underground lead singer. And Iggy Pop as well. Yeah, this is that, That's a fascinating group of people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're so, all big Are they all Canadian? People. No. no. <laughs> but I think so. <laughs> it was animated by Canadians. Yeah, it was animated. Okay. But... Okay. But um, CJ and I did learn this fun fact (laughs) right before we started recording that um, this was actually the second ever um, feature-length animated movie made in Canada. And the first ever English one, because the, the first, first one English was a, one. was a Frenchy movie made in Quebec. Quebec. So for yeah, for all intents and purposes, this is the first thing Canada ever animated. Probably and at least the first good thing. Right and on an on on an eight million dollar budget, which yeah. like especially now is not a big movie. Not but, for animation. Um, yeah, but for the time, that is that was a good um, animation budget. And like pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> Ethan and Fran, eight million dollars. This movie spent to make it. How much did it make back? I am gonna guess that it did a solid six million. Okay, Fran. Uh, my guess was six point two. So okay, very uh, specific. Lizzie, do you remember how much money this? I, this I have made? it in print. This movie grossed thirty thousand three hundred seventy-nine dollars. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> At this, the box office. this movie, for all intents and purposes, is eight million dollars down the drain for the studio that made it. It's I mean I, so to preface this though, this movie it was a, one of those cases which still happens that it was set up to fail by okay. uh, the uh, licensing and marketing, okay. and it was MGM who was in, put mm. in charge of it, and they totally didn't try it all. And it yeah, was only put into select, like, couple hundred theaters. So this was not, like, given a chance to run. Yeah. So we're, I have multiple questions. On oh, this, we're, right? we're going to get into it. But th- <laughs> this, this lore, you know, is going to be more of a, a, a... We talk about the the deep cuts of your favorite media. Now we're just talking about the deep cuts the of cut. media. I, I want to <laughs> say this this episode as well 
since especially because we're going to spoil the entire plot, regardless mm. of that, I want to say this is a pitch for you to get that enrichment I was describing at the mm. beginning of watching some weird old art. Yeah. And I don't so, like our voices are great at describing things, but yes. I don't think even our voices could paint the picture of the the like thing that we're about to describe. Like you it, it does have a visual aesthetic that is like ethereal I, mean, I guess this is, it's, I actually, this is one of my first it's, questions is i it's need like, what animation style are we working with it's like, like if it's like if an extremely goofy movie mm. fucked the heavy metal movie yes. yeah oh there my you god go. that's perfect description i don't know the heavy metal movie that's okay. fine so, that's actually good friend, for you friend. Actually, <laughs> i mean this is just straight up true that the animation quality of this movie is just very high especially mm. for the time in this yeah. was, came out in 1983 and so this Hand-drawn? animation is Really mm-hmm. good, yes. There wasn't. There's a couple. There, there are moments kind of, of rotoscoping, but it's not the entire movie. Yeah, okay. there is mostly like some of the like musical performance parts. Yeah. They definitely rotoscoped, but that's yeah. pretty. Yeah. You know, so it's hard. the '80s, baby. It looks yeah. fabulous. rotoscoping it everything. Has, it ha- also has some very early 3D computer animation, which is mm. pre- and like mm-hmm. pretty seamlessly integrated. It looks good. Yeah, it's it's the. I mean, the uh, origination of the term After Effects Mm -hmm. is uh, to describe, like, you film the movie. In the case of of animation, you literally draw things out, take a picture of that thing, and turn it into a a frame of the movie. Mm -hmm. And then you print out that movie on a film, and then you go in by hand or laser or whatever, and you manipulate the film in a different way to create an effect so they would call it an after effect because the film was made you're creating an effect over the top of the film or on the film specifically in Mm -hmm. this case and this is this fully i will say this fully utilizes like a lot of the the technology of filmmaking of the time like there's there's There's, um, that eight million dollars was spent yeah i mean i well eight million dollars surely mostly went to um paying the huge pop star and rock stars i have um, to imagine but... at least some of them were like all right that sounds pretty cool like, I, mean, I don't i don't know like i also like to preface this whole thing i have to say i think the concept of this movie is whack but i think it's really cool all it's right like, i'm excited it's mm-hmm. i think the other thing to be said is that no way could they make this today <laughs> I mean, is not, this, no one would wait, pick it oh, up for Hold on, thing. Lizzie. Is this like when we went to my parents' place for Christmas and that the, the my my parents were going on their whole like, ah, uh, you kids probably don't even know what Rodney Dangerfield is. And I'm like, yeah, I do. He does the, like, I hate my fucking wife jokes. And then, and then, ooh. That's and then, most the, and then they were like, oh, uh, they just couldn't, they just couldn't make comedy like that today. And then <laughs> Lizzie was quoting a thing from the internet. She's like, my wife gave me some lemonade. I said, is this the Panera lemonade that kills people? And my wife goes, no, I poisoned it myself. (laughs) 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 And then me and my siblings all cracked up and my parents didn't give a shit. So you can make comedy like that today, but they don't think it's funny. Uh, (laughs) Well, that's not what I meant. I just meant that executives are soulless and care not about anything creative. It's physically not capable to make. You literally could not have this picked up today. That's basically what I meant. That's very true. So, question about the plot of this film 
Yes. One, okay. is well, there we're... actually a plot? And two, oh, yes. oh, we're gonna talk is about there, are, what are some overarching themes that I can? Oh, we'll t- music. don't don't worry. We'll, we'll talk about it. It's okay. the po- music. Ethan, you'll like this, Ethan. It's specifically let's, more let's about the power it, of rock. And yeah. we'll discuss it. I would love to go. know more. Okay. Because I'd like to, CJ, if you don't mind, I'd like to introduce us by reading the opening crawl yes. of the film oh. because the film has okay, an opening yeah. crawl it has it has it has it has two it has two though it has a first one which is just like the, short, the single frame yeah, one that they always like put at the beginning of movies and you're like okay so they're gonna do like it's, that establishing. it's the once upon what's upon a time yeah. in a galaxy far far away no the first one yeah. is no the first one's just like a freeze frame like you know card that they do to start a movie and then the second one is a star wars one where they actually scroll it and then they talk okay. and i was like i don't know if I don't know if you need to do both of these, but the, I I want them to bring that shit back. None yeah. of this fucking telling stories through the movie. Right. I would just like a fucking like small essay at the beginning of every one of my films. As right. you couldn't make movies like that anymore. As Lizzie would say, somehow Palpatine returned. Yes. <laughs> now, um, I'm going to read that first one, and then I'll pause for question and intrigue, which okay. I'm sure you will right. have. They'll, okay. At um, least if you're paying attention. Yeah. Yes. So. The war was over. The only survivors were street animals, dogs, cats, and rats. From them, a new race of mutants evolved. That was a long time ago. Okay. That's our that's our start. No, no, that's our I should take that point. Okay. So this no, is uh, this is a Ghibli movie at this point. Of which, yeah, two we've also been watching a lot recently. of those lately. So. Um, for those with the from days the of the same gods time period, I should say rats. those are like contemporaries of this film. I like that. We watched Castle in the Sky and Nausicaa. Mm-hmm. Okay. I really liked Nausicaa. Anyway, so good. all right, rest of then this is the actual crawl then. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Mock, M O K, a legendary super rocker has retired to Ohm Town. There, his computers work at deciphering an ancient code which would unlock a door between this world and another dimension. Obsessed with his dark experiment, Mach himself searches for the last crucial component, a very special voice. Hmm. Okay. That's our opening crawl. So this is a reality where... The power the world has been destroyed. The world's been by destroyed. Nuclear Human- war, specifically. Humans uh-huh. are gone. Although sometimes they do refer to each other as humans or humanity and stuff like that. So language is on change. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but there is a potent, uh, a, a physical manifestation of power that exists within, you know, a, a particular rocker's voice, a yes, living sure. voice specifically. Okay. So, I know I was just doing a goof about the whole like opening crawl thing, yeah. but I do feel like all of that information would we just kind of be. We missed a lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just setting up, setting us up for the real plot, which is yeah. right. It's, it's okay, weird. yeah, yeah. It's weird too that they only reference Mock because he is the main villain. He is yeah. the bad yeah. guy yeah. doing setting us the up bad for guy what stuff. he's doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So they they've only covered what, I mean, what normal person I mean, is sub- trying to open a door to another dimension. They they have that they have nice. like just literally been like like 
and there was a MacGuffin needed, and the villain no, would seek it it's out. it's not just a MacGuffin, Ethan. It's the voice of a very special person. And we're going to find that person right now in this establishing shot because uh, we did it. Mock Mock is uh, with his manservants. Yeah, I guess you could his, call them. Yes, there is servants. But there's, they're he, not man though. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. Again, also, again, again <laughs> Fran. They use. They don't call each other rats and and dogs and shit. We and, do need to preface though that these are all animal-ish mm-hmm. people, but they're very yeah. like. They're goofs. Yeah, like I mean, they're, from, goof, they're goof troops. They're goof yeah, animals. They're, they're goofs. They're as goofy, if you were a Disney adult, you would know that they called everyone that has the goofy aesthetic a goof, even if Is they aren't real? goofy. Yes, Fran. And <laughs> I can't get it and I can't get into deep Disney lore because I have I have only so many I am not a Disney adult. Moments of uh, moments of life to... in my life. I... But wow. Okay. Um, that, but they they are goofs. <laughs> they all have the kind of like anthropomorphized. Snoot. Yeah, they have snoot yeah. noses, but all of the women, of course, have like, like rocking. Yeah, it's it also human falls into bodies. that trope of like they don't yeah. actually commit too much mm-hmm. to right. The yeah, I was, characters of yeah. making them animally. <laughs> right, they didn't the, want to animate humans, so they made them slightly not human. Well, they have yeah, human bodies though. I, there, there I mean, it's they're rotoscoped human bodies. It's. It's just, a, it's an aesthetic, you know? And yeah. it's, again, it's the exact same aesthetic as Goof Troop, where, Apparently. like, Max Max is a weird little dog boy and Roxanne is fucking hot. Uh, people, pe- I hate to break this to you, brother, but people, people think Max lust is hot after too. Max yeah. in a way yeah, that's that I, true. And I can't fully is, describe. I, mean, I, feel, I feel like, even if you do lust after him, when I said that he's a fucking dog guy, is true. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's. Um, I mean, he you is, do you. I will say he's there a is a reason internet. for why they are like anthropomorphic animals, um, people, animal people, is because apparently the initial pitch of this movie it was a kids movie, and it was with just like regular <laughs> anthropomorphized rats and cats and dogs and such, and then somebody convinced them along the way to make this an adult animated film and then they were like well i guess we'll sexy them up a little bit and make them mm-hmm. humanish mm-hmm. and they so, I, yeah they did it I'm too a, i'm scared <laughs> and intrigued about what will make this film adult i'm the, oh well, the, don't worry friend we're, 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 we'll get into didn't it exist yeah. back then so i don't know if we're like no. r or nc17 this, is, uh, this or... movie came out on the cusp of people being like we should make and the movie picture yeah, yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> now i'm i'm imagining like ralph bakshi in a dark cowl just we're, like we're very close yes. to that yeah. and- a lot of people <laughs> actually falsely attribute this film to ralph ralph bakshi actually but that is incorrect. right yeah of course oh uh, yeah he had no involvement he did not um so our our, our three men men servant whose names i couldn't be fucked they are, to i'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> Their names are their names are Toad, Sleazy, and Zip. Yeah, they're the. Oh my, those are the, so good. Do you remember their Such names? They're like last names. They're the like whatever brothers. They're, they're the they're the roller skating Schlepper brothers. Yeah, so they're all Fuck on roller yeah. skates for right, some yeah. inexplicable reason. They're, they're the movie. fucking eighties. They they are like that's, yeah they're they, I guess they're like roadies. Roller disco. So there's that, but. They are they are going to be the uh, sort of penultimate bad boss because they work for Mock, the okay. the main villain. They are his butler slash bodyguards slash roadies. Um and one of them is driving him around. 
and we get a lot of plot we right at the beginning because besides... again we had we had the we had the opening crawl and now we have to get right and then into you get thrown a lot at you yeah. really quickly with um mock driving around in his car through town okay. so with, with one of the with one of the boys yeah. driving him so i love mock... all the exposition at the beginning yeah yeah it's great and uh, but that's great format for us too because we can just so say just it and then we can, and then we can goof around for a while it's awesome so Mock is talking to his AI computer that he has. He has a supercomputer. A supercomputer who has been running the numbers and he is attempting to open a portal to another world as we as, as we previously established. Yep. And the the computer is saying that uh the only way to do <clears throat> so is to find this perfect voice that would create a frequency that would harmonize with this like key it's the armageddon key the armageddon the armageddon key which is a algorithm i think that they made it's a spell i should say this computer is preparing a spell for him and and by the way mock is known his one of his stage names is the the magic man his name is his full name is mock swagger do you get it yeah, uh, do you so get it? We, did, like we, we weren't Jagger? gonna we no. weren't we weren't gonna say that yet because they haven't revealed his face. Okay. Well, they, they uh, say I feel he's like they say he's it right cloaked right. in shadows for the first one third of this movie. But yeah, his name is Mock Swagger, and he is designed to look exactly like Mick Jagger. Yes, but weird. Yeah, beautiful. Lizzie was like, he doesn't look like Mick Jagger. Humans don't look like that. And then I pulled I up a picture of Mick true. Jagger, and then she's like, oh, okay, he does look like that. No, the, yeah, he no, have it's, the moves it's a frightening creature. He does deal. have he does have the moves like Jagger. He's oh. the number one super rocker in all of the world. An- another thing that the computer establishes right away when he's talking to it is that. Like he asks the computer for like a status report, which he intends to be like computer status report on how you know my um, dimension door thing is going, mm-hmm. um, and the computer instead starts to be like, uh, "Your a- album sales are down, man. They are not going <laughs> good." And he's like, "Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" He's like, "I hate, I hate you. I hate. Why should I make so you?" So it's established right away that like. <clears throat> He is a super rock star, but like I guess his album sales are are down. They're down da- again. Peak. He was the number one he rocker, was, he, and then still, they went down. So okay, it's like like he seems to still be number one. It's just that he's right. not doing as good as he once was. Well, and he he like in, later in the movie, it's inconsequential. But he like sets up a concert, and then he was like my concert wasn't entirely sold out and like that that's like a big sticking <laughs> yeah. point for so him. he's very yeah. he's very 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 egotistical mm-hmm. and it has mm-hmm. to be like the best of all time all the mm-hmm. time for him the goat if you will yes <laughs> um and so the computer then besides establishing that yes like so also, here's the plot point. We're looking for this voice. Mm-hmm. And the computer's like, don't forget, I made you a ring that you wear that will flash like when if you it detects the, the voice. You, yes. That is the perfect okay. frequency exactly. for the Armageddon key. So, right, so the, co- the computer is explaining. computer. And, yeah. and we also we also learned through the dialogue between the, the Schlepper brothers that uh, they have been touring all around in order to. Canada? Yeah, in Canada. <laughs> No, um, it's this destroyed world. They're also in, definitely in uh, America. The yeah. Once oh, okay. was America. Um, okay. 
specifically right now they're in Ohm City. Ohm Town. Ohm Town. Um, and the Schlepper brothers are like, oh man, we've been touring all around. We haven't found this person that you're looking for. Um, but he goes, no, we're going to keep looking. And they're like, ah, oh, all right, whatever. We'll go so, to one more show tonight. So he's been like going around to like different dive bars and shows and stuff to try and find this perfect voice. That is when we cut to our protagonists for the movie. Um, they're a ragtag four unit band that they is, don't have a name. I just realized they, yeah, that they, their band they does never not have a, band a name. They that don't have even, a even better. They don't have a band name. Um, yeah, that's so punk rock. They consist of a drummer. Lizzie, you're gonna have to do the names for the drummer and the bassist. So Dizzy, Dizzy, Dizzy the drummer, Dizzy the drummer. Yep. So Beautiful. stretch the bassist. Uh huh. Can you tell what? So can you, Ethan? You're good at character design. Can you tell me what is probably unique about Stretch? Uh, I would guess that he's very like stout. Would be my. <laughs> So Stretch is like a long, skinny bassist. And oh, then, and he's then, very like shaggy to me. Yeah, yeah beautiful. He's very goofy. He's he's like the um, he's, he's like stupid. the the best friend guy from from a goofy movie. I'm just gonna like relate all these characters to the goofy movie. <laughs> to the goofy movie. That's, that's why. So he's like the like Cheddar. He's got the spray <laughs> and stuff. Um, and then there's the uh the stout uh. Dizzy. drummer dizzy and he's so the he, voice of reason of the band right he's he's the he's the kind of he's got okay. his stuff together he's yeah, more of so the he's pj yeah he's pj yes um, that actually is yeah exactly no I, again this is just you know if anything a goofy movie maybe not as original as you thought maybe <laughs> disney saw this uh and we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about disney a little more too because it, it will come up um but the the main protagonists are the lead singer and guitarist of the band Omar, who is again also a bit egotistical, very about egotistical. Himself. I mean, yeah. he's the he's the front man. He is he, unlike the other two, does not have like a cartoon body. He has like a human, like a sexy human man proportion body. Um, but he's got just a big fucking yeah, rat big, nose, big, big schnoz <laughs> that just yeah. sticks way out in profile only, and then. <laughs> And then, um, and then also there is Angel, who is the keyboardist and also lead singer. Yeah, that that's that's up for contention. Yes, because as we learn in this establishing shot, they're getting ready to go on and perform, and Angel is like, "Omar, if we do one song, we'll do your song, obviously." And he's like, "Yeah, obviously." He's like playing his like future guitar in the background mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then but she's like but if we do two songs the second song will be my song and then he goes yeah sure he's like whatever. clearly not listening yeah he's like whatever <sighs> classic dismissive um, yeah. he this is again at this point in the movie i think it's important to bring up uh a uh, important thing that we saw when we researched the movie although you probably could have figured it out by this point in the movie, um, there was no script, quote unquote, <laughs> for this movie. Uh, no, there was a very bare bones script. I think it was it a more like. vibe based, sort of how yeah. we do the podcast, a very like feelings based. What are we going to talk about? So they're like, they they definitely do scenes where they were like, this is what needs to happen in this scene. 
go for it. And then they just, and then they're just talking back and forth because there is not a lot of coherency between every line that's coming in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can tell, like, right at this point, you can pretty much figure that out. Yeah. I'm surprised they were able to get all the voice actors in a room together and then record it. Uh, well, yeah, as a conversation, it, they figured it out. <laughs> you had more time in the 80s. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> there wasn't video games to play and, and do like that. Um, so what, what's the rat's name? What? Oh my God. So I'm Googling this other thing to try and figure out this dumbass rat's name. I see it on the screen. You're and, not ready for what has and come the, up. And the first result I got from the good old fandom.com is Omar's race speculation. Cause he's a, Ooh, okay. he's a mutant rat from the future. So I guess we need to speculate he's played on his by race. a white guy. So, um, but then I got the second result, which is his full name, which is apparently Omar Quailu. <laughs> what? So uh, I guess his name's Omar Quailude. I think that sounds like it's an attempt at a pun that doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Yeah. I think it's Mylar. Mylar. Yeah. All right. I, I will believe that. Um. So the. Uh, He's not like their manager, but he's like the owner of he's this owner club of the that club they're, they're playing, playing at. at. His name's sure, Mylar. Okay. He looks like a disgusting, ratified, ratified version. He looks of a little like Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. He's supposed to <laughs> yeah. be. I think okay. he's supposed to be like the music industry guy because he okay. talks like this, and he's like, "Hey, how you guys gonna make me some money? I'm gonna be." I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do a record deal over here. Oh, what are you Listen. guys gonna play? He says my favorite line in the whole movie. He goes, "Fabuloso." He's like, "Oh my <laughs> god, hey, you want to sign these guys up, Fabuloso?" That's exactly um, right. I've been saying well, that all day. So, so they they go on stage and they start playing their song, and it's a crazy rock song. Omar is clearly like you know rock star energy lead rock star energy jumping around the stage throws his guitar around um and then mylar shuts them down and he's like closes the curtains that turns off their amps and is like like, that sucked he's like that sucked and then what do you guys think you're doing over here and then they're all like no you gotta let us play please let us keep playing especially angel who's like yeah, because now again, we, I want to play my song. Yeah, because we go the second yeah. song and then that's um, and <laughs> my, one of my favorite like parts that was very like not translated well from script, which was like Myler says, "Give me one good reason I should let you keep playing," and Omar goes like, "What about this?" <gasps> He makes like just a weird like, face at him. He, he makes it. He like holds his guitar okay. up by the by the neck. I think is what happens. Like he's like gonna hit him, and he's like, okay, okay. But he's like, but he's like so far away from him, and his face. But Omar's face looks so angry when he does it. He's like, huh, and he's like, oh shit. All right, fine. Go play another song. Well, then they start playing, and in a moment of confusion, Omar just jumps back into his song. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though he said Angel But Angel, Angel was song. like, oh, Omar, you said I could do... So then Angel just straight up interrupts him and starts singing her song. And <laughs> Dizzy, voice of reason, the drummer, just is like, okay, switches to Angel's song yeah. beat. Mm-hmm. And then Omar, pissed off, walks off the stage. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He's like really again. Singing. He's like really angry. They yeah, do the thing with like very deep mad. shadows under his brow and stuff. He's, and he's he like, walks mm-hmm. off. But Angel and Dizzy and Stretch keep playing Angel's song, which I will say, out of all the songs in the movie, gets stuck in my head the most. Mm. Well, it, it does come the, up again okay. at the, the end. Though. Yeah, it's like the theme of the movie. <laughs> it's kind of the theme song of the movie. But okay. while so they're singing this, and this entire time, Mock has been sitting in the back of the theater, shrouded in mm-hmm. shadow. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, and Mylar even came to talk to him and, and try and schmooze like, him over <laughs> um and then he's been just sitting there like you know tapping his fingers one by one on the table and then um angels singing in the, in the and, middle of her song which has words she yeah. just starts doing the thing where she's like <laughs> yeah she does you know um that's from the little mermaid she just does sure is, but basic okay. chords basically right and and then um, but when she Mock does it, lifts up his finger and sees that the ring is flashing to indicate mm. that's the voice. Of course. So, so he wants to open a portal to another realm, and he does. And he also the, does the thing where he just starts going. Yes, he slow claps <laughs> he for her in the, middle, in the middle of her song. Yeah, in the middle by of the way, song. not even at the end. But uh, so he wants Angel to summon a portal to another mm-hmm. world. Interesting. So he, uh, well, and then also Mylar is like, oh, you like them. Oh, yeah, they're the best. He's like, I'll sign them up. It'll be fabuloso. (laughs) He also tries to like kind of deal with Mock. And he's like, what do you say? You and me will partner together, Prophets? And he's like, Mock's clearly he's already not gone. acknowledging yeah, he's, he yeah. like he's got other plants. He he's has listen. other very he knows, he, knows, he knows who his diamond in the rough is. <laughs> I'm I'm just a sleazy rap producer, but I've always been saying, what if we put the babe up front? <laughs> <laughs> could be a good idea. We could sell records. <laughs> so um, well, so, I think so, again and the, again, the speculation is the rat is like Disney. Uh, because again, this is like a counter movement thing to Disney hasn't hit the renaissance yet. They're, they are just are starting. Like, and so and a lot of what they're putting out is like trite garbage. And they are, and like this again, like the whole, this intersects with Ralph Bakshi because his whole thing was like, well, the animation industry is dominated by Disney and what they're doing mm-hmm. sucks now. Yeah. And if that's all animation is going to be, then this medium is going to die. And so that's why he did his stuff. And that's probably why these guys did their stuff too. And why they put a reference to Mickey Mouse in there being... Like a yeah. a a little greedy douchebag, and then <laughs> um, and that's to give some credit. That's probably why people uh misattribute this to Bakshi. That and the rotoscoping that happens, but uh, but no, this is its own thing. And these guys had their own story to tell. Um, well, so the continuing from there, uh, Mock actually just like leaves. Um, and uh, we get like some quiet afterthought moments with all of the band members mm-hmm. um that are definitely scripted yeah i'm sure uh well so like omar is off like brooding by himself yeah <laughs> he's mad he's mad about because that he, i guess because because the girl didn't tell didn't do what he um but like said that he that she she didn't, she didn't do what he mind. she didn't do she what he did. wanted him to do but what he told her she could do yeah mm-hmm. well so she um, Angel and Omar have actually a moment of um, like reconciliation. In they a really are, weird way. In a weird way, <laughs> but they are um, they are dating. They're yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh. 
Um, well, okay. at the very least, they're fucking, which we see in the next yes. scene. But oh god, nice. Um, well, so finally, well, basically, it, the the whole scene is that Angel's like, "You said I could do a song," and he's and like, "You were good." Yeah, he's like, "You were you good. did good." <laughs> what do you want from me? He's like, "I want, I want everything." He's clear. Yeah. So like the main thing that I understand, I it's like I think it's kind of hard to put together, but. It's I really understand that together. they are trying to put together that these two people are together and they like each uh-huh. other. However, they are both competing mm. separately very at this point to be like a star. Yeah. And okay. just, right. But like, yeah. And that gets in the way of each other. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. That's no. never. That's Omar... never reconciled. By the way. No. Omar is just... at the end. He's just kind of like, I I really want to be, you know, the one on the front. And she's like, Well, I'm actually good. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they're of. both they're both good, but yeah, both her good. voice happens to be the one that opens a portal hers, to another yeah, dimension. Yeah, a dark portal to another dimension or something. Listen, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a pretty easy one to tick on the like I I, well I can't I have to- we're gonna have so much fun when we get to the actual plot of this movie. It's gonna be great. So we're, we're just playing around so, right now. We're on someday, swings, but we're gonna we'll go do it on- someday. We're gonna go on like the monkey bars well, so later. They, it's be awesome. They have that's like their reconciliation that they're both like, man, we're just too caught up in wanting to be the star, and then they go off and, and literally go sex? out to like a makeout yes. hill and <laughs> make out in their car. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, fuck while yeah. they're and- making out in the car, <laughs> one of the Schlepper brothers literally tears off the roof of their car and hands oh. them a card and is like, "Mock wants you, <laughs> wants to see you." At his castle. He lives in like this weird castle he on lives, the hill. He lives in a castle, and the castle is of his own face, like Bowser. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he's such a normal rock star. <laughs> he's a super rocker. Yeah. Right. Wait, yeah. is Bowser I, a super rocker? That's actually, that makes a lot of sense. Be. He is to now. Me. He's got the mohawk. Um, I will say there was also like, so then when people talk about mock. Because you get some establishment of how people view Mach it like really briefly a couple times is that like oh my god Mach like the most popular crazy super rocker in our world right now in our whole and, lifetime in our lifetime and then like this is like completely unintelligible until later because Stretch says like Mach he's gonna catch. He's just gonna cast a heck on me. And Dizzy, Dizzy's like, it's a hex. Yeah. And Stretch is like, huh, two of things, even worse. Yeah. So Stretch is an idiot. And like, and, but I was like, what yeah. the? I was like, what is he talking about? But then like, so Mach is not only a super rock star; he is like an illusionist. He's a wizard. He's a magician. Yeah. He actually, has magical powers. Yeah. I I did. When I when I first saw the thing, I thought that he was supposed to be a vilified David Bowie because right. of the like illusionist stuff. It's Mick okay. Jagger though. But I don't, I don't But he's Mick Jagger. Yeah, he is I mean he's yeah, he's he's mock also swagger. Also a well-known illusionist. Well, it's just that he's he's both. It's like maybe, his, his maybe shows f- are known for having like crazy effects and illusions maybe and like magic stuff happening during his rock illusion. shows. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, wow. Oh. Uh, but uh, I but when don't... they just threw that when Stretch just threw that out there, I was like, why is he randomly scared of him? No one else is. But, but then, <laughs> but then it's revealed that he can do actual. He can do, like, like he teleports around at up one yeah. point. Like he's like phasing in and out of existence. He can like make his body bigger. It's, it's all. It's like all supposed to be illusion though. 
because his, right. because we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, We're getting to it right now. We're doing it. Yeah. Well, so Whoa. so the the band goes to they do accept the invitation, and all four of them go to Mock's mm-hmm. castle, and the Schlepper brothers bring them in we get kind of more establishment of those three that like yeah they do their whole average henchmen one of them is stupider than the others they it reminds me of the hyenas from the lion king okay i was just gonna say the three stooges watch this movie three stooges (laughs) yeah i mean it is that's just where the the dynamic comes from it is more three stooges yeah but yeah i was thinking about lion king hyenas which is also three stooges right yeah it's just all weird (laughs) it's almost like uh there's no new media. <laughs> um, but uh, they are, obviously, Omar is like irreverent the whole time. He's like, I don't even care about this guy. Yeah, he acts oh pretty God. aloof. Like, like I, I'm just here to hear what he has to say. But uh, he he does this really weird bit where he is like conflating the, the Schlepper brothers as... Uh, mock he keeps calling them mock and they're like oh I, I, i'm not I, I i'm not mock and he's like oh then you must be mock and he's like pointing at another slipper brother and it's like it, it was it's like a weird scene i think it was it, an attempt at comedy i think oh, so yeah. too but it's, like, it's such a weird scene and it goes on for so it went long really long and it's like <laughs> it's like this is how i know you guys are just like making stuff i was like oh you must be the main bad guy because i know that yeah, you answered your own door right i mean i went to your house so the person who answered the door they must own the house right <laughs> answered answered the door of the gigantic head that looks is <laughs> like someone else well, also like everybody knows what mock looks like because like, he's like famous. <laughs> he's famous it's like going to george clooney's big mansion where it's shaped like his head and then just seeing some random Dude. guy and you're like oh you must be george <laughs> I've I've been imagining this whole time uh, Taylor Swift building a gigantic like of her own head. Finally, we, this is the first time then when he introduces himself to them, which he also like appears like poop like yeah magically Magic. yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, this is the first time we actually see him us as the viewers. Um, and he's very weird looking. <laughs> he looks exactly like Mick. He Jagger. looks like Mick Jagger. Except yeah, like he's very weird lips. looking. He's got big lips, which got again huge. is just what Mick Jagger looks like. That's but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Well, so he kind of schmoozes them a little bit, but then he zeroes in on Angel, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's like, um, he like t- tells Angel that, he, he, like, come walk with me in my garden, Angel. And then to the guys, he's like, boys, you do drugs? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> he, yeah. doesn't he doesn't well, say here, it like that, is, but that's literally the, what he. Right. This is the weirdest part, because he's like, do you guys like to open your minds yeah, to different dimensions? Yeah, I don't remember how he it, but he basically is like, boys, you like to do drugs? And and then they're like, yeah, we <laughs> we do it a little bit. We've done that from time to time. And he's like, here, check this shit out. And he like tosses him a, a magical orb of lightning a, energy. A magenta orb. Um, and Which, that's fucking when you, awesome. When you behold it, you get like hypnotized. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> when you when you behold the orb, it's like you're doing heroin. It's like they oh all my immediately God. like whoa. Yeah, um, that's, they're called Edison balls. They are called it, Edison this balls. This is <laughs> this is a little bit of an aside, but. I do. I love that as like a Dungeons and Dragons idea, where it's just like, oh yeah, if you get the players to look at this, then like they're paralyzed. But also, it's kind of like they're high, so they do just they just do it in their free time. Their eyes are like like kind of like spinny, and then a different color, and they're all like, and they're spaced out. And and I was like, oh, I see. In the future, 
they don't do drugs. They, they just, have just orbs. They, they have these orbs. They do. <laughs> orbs. But then later in the Edison's ball. Later, later in the, the movie, movie, they just do drugs. They just do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, the the rich and famous have Edison balls. Yeah, the poor right just there. do does drugs. The regular drugs later. Yeah, he also does. Yeah, oh, Mach, no. Mach just he does regular drugs. All of the spectrum. Uh, I don't think. I, mean, he, I don't think he would do the balls. I think that's one of the things you give to other people, <laughs> yeah. but you don't actually do yourself. <laughs> You never get high oh on your own <laughs> Edison balls. <laughs> my own orbs, I would never ponder them. Says the beholding my own orbs. <laughs> forbidden, forbidden art. So mock, um, while That's the while the boys are getting high on the balls, the orbs. Except, oh, I should say, except Dizzy, mm. who like immediately is sussing this out as he's like, something's not right here and he like refuses at the Edison ball and then kind of like yeah. sneaks away so he can yeah. follow. Dizzy doesn't do Angel hard hard drugs like yeah. orbs. Balls. He doesn't do orbs. I mean, He'll observe a, a cube let's... every once in a while, but he <laughs> orbs no. No. I mean let let's be clear, like if even if there was no like secret plan in the background, this is absolutely like, oh my god, my friend and bandmate is gonna get Harvey Weinstein. Like I need to do something <laughs> about this. I'm always making sure that my fellow podcasters do not get Harvey Weinstein. I would I never let it. I would never let you guys go to to uh, Epstein Island or anything like that. Oh my god! Well, Samak so takes Angel to his garden, and then like, which is Epstein Island, by the way. The the, the Schlepper brothers are in like a control tower. This is where yeah. I, I what I mean when I said earlier that like Mock is an illusionist. He's not like actually a magician okay. because the Schlepper brothers then start like creating illusions in this garden of Mock to like cool. fuck with Angel kind of for no reason. Oh, that was your interpretation of that scene. That, yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Oh, well, I was like I I thought they were like monitoring they are monitoring her. but they are also like helping control like i, his I thought illusions. they were like monitoring her state of mind because they're like see she's slipping and then they like pull a crank or whatever no. and well, then so, like and, and so then what she, happens like sees that she has like a bad trip and stuff no. like that angel's not on any drugs no um, she's not but she's in this like She's bidding. She's getting hologram amphitheater that they're like controlling what she can yeah. see. Well, because like Mox okay. talking to her, and as he's talking, he keeps like disappearing and then appearing like somewhere else, and she's like, "What?" But he's. Are you gaslighting me? Yeah. Well, it starts. I mean, he is. Yeah. It starts really innocently that he's like, he's like so. That's how it always starts. Also, this this uh, this is a very uh, another look into mock line. He says, um, "So Angel, tell me about." Tell me about yourself. Did you enjoy my last album? <laughs> yeah. Um, That's pretty good. But uh, they're talking, and Angel is a fan of Mock, and she's like, oh, my God, yeah, I was at your concert. It was so much. It was so amazing. I loved it. And that's when he says, well, it wasn't sold out. And she's like, but it was amazing. It was yeah. so <laughs> And um, then Mock starts being like, I think, you're, I think you're great, Angel. And I think... I want to make you a star, and you should come with me. Okay, now we're Weinstein. And I'm going to make you a star. Yeah, exactly. Angel's, Angel's like, well, oh my God, really? Well, what about yeah. the guys? And he's like, no, just you. No, they says, uh, this contract only has one line, and it's for you. <laughs> and Angel, Listen, I, you have a voice that could tear up open dimensions. No, no, no. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, give, away, he doesn't give away it yet, Ethan. You know, it's not, it's, and the way, okay, I can't, the way he, the way it's given away is like insane, but whatever. 
Anyway, he... <laughs> well, so Angel is very much like, well, this is really generous, but I really can't accept unless... Because I really want to be with my band, so I can't accept a deal unless it involves them. And this is okay. this is like a... Like, this is a message to any creator out there. No foreshadowing or anything, but... uh. You should take a, a solid gig. If you're trying to get in the industry and they're like, well, there's only room for one. It's like, well, sometimes I have to leave childish friendships behind well, in order, in this case, in order it's not to good. progress. Because yeah, wait, wait, wait. What is this foreshadowing? I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. CJ's, I don't worry about it. Is CJ like, signed a record deal? Right, right. At the end of the episode, CJ's like, and anyway, I've been invited okay. onto a new anyway, podcast. the show is uh, over. I am now going to work for he, Mo. Joe <laughs> oh, I was thinking that you got picked up to do like a critical yeah. role side campaign. It's it, holy it's, shit! It's, I would leave you guys in a second for a critical like, role side campaign. Oh my I, god! I I do like the idea of it just being like, uh, they're they're fucking I don't know talking about fucking ivermectin or something. He's like, CJ, pull that shit up. Okay. Put yeah. that okay, boss. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Since Angel's starting to be like, no, I'm not interested, um, mm. the, Sh the Schlepper brothers in their control tower, wherever they are, are like, well, she's, yeah, they say, like, she's slipping. Mm. And um, they, like, make her, they, like, p make her pass out with, like, a flower. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I'm assuming she's going to get drugged. Yeah, I think, I, no, yeah. I think they scared her. They, they, I think they well, scared they her to unconsciousness. Her pass out. Yeah. yeah. And so then they... They are kidnapping her. Then, yeah, now they're just kidnapping yeah, at this point. her. Yeah. So then, um, she chose the hard path. You know? Yeah, we tried to give you the out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they you, they yeah. tried to make her we, come willingly, and we now tried they're giving like, you well, a choice. you don't have a choice. So, but you made the wrong choice. So, Mock is taking her, and he has like a huge airship mm -hmm. blimp come out of his house. It's an and, airship. A uh, blimp is different. Um. Well, it inflates. So. <laughs> so yeah, but it has a it has a skeleton which makes yes. it an airship. Okay. Well, a so blimp okay. is just a she big gets balloon. loaded onto the airship with Mock and the Schlepper brothers. Not before the Schlepper brothers um throw out the boys yeah. from the mansion, and, and they're still like and fucked like, up on orb. They're like angels, right? Yeah, angels decided to come Except with for us. Dizzy, Dizzy nope. isn't, but he's Dizzy weak. gets caught. Yeah, he gets caught okay. snooping, but he does he does kind of get like that something's going on and i think yeah. he realizes angel's been like straight up taken yeah he, he knows he, that that was not uh of her will the only right. thing that happens from all this is that dizzy is like she didn't just leave to abandon us yeah because that's what omar is gonna think later and he yeah. was just gonna be like oh she just wants a big record deal whatever yeah. but dizzy's like but, no but dizzy's omar like, it's not true yeah. you gotta believe in your heart yeah. dude disney's or disney disney dizzy <laughs> disney's Dizzy is like, well, I I saw that they straight up took her, so yeah. we need okay. to go after her. But they got like thrown out, like they got put in their car they drove there in, and then like the car was turned on and like pushed down a hill while mm -hmm. they oh great they were all like kind of discombobulated in the car and yeah, still yeah. coming off of their Edison their ball high. Yeah, <laughs> been there. We've um, all been there. And so they essentially they like literally like tear down the hill into town and crash and the car is destroyed uh -huh. mm -hmm. and he goes oh my, my ride my, my my electric car my no he says my electric wagon it's oh, been yeah. destroyed <laughs> <laughs> no, i just i just like the way he says that um 
And Mock takes Fabulous off in his airship to Nuke York City. Yeah. They, Not New York. That's Nuke That's York. fun. New York. <laughs> and they do reference a couple times like this is the best thing that's ever happened since World War Three. So like they exist in a post World War Three. Presumably World everyone, War Three destroyed. Everyone the world. was destroyed yeah. by nuclear Armageddon right. and, and whatever. And also they apparently like know the history of humanity that they know it was the third one. Yeah, like, and they know and they know what rock and roll is and yeah. Yeah. So again, whatever. We're just gonna that stuff. <laughs> Ethan, honestly, we're just gonna give him a pass on all that stuff. It's the other. No, stuff. that's that's totally fine. That's totally. The only that things that us. that were saved from the nukes was your local public library and tower records. I will Those say, the only two things that were left. They do pan <laughs> over Nuke York City at one point, and you can see a broken Statue of Liberty. And when Lizzie and I were watching it, I said, "They blew it up! The damn dirty apes! They blew it up!" Uh huh. Darn but the Twin you. Towers were fine The there, Twin right? Towers in this world are actually still there. <laughs> were yeah, they? All right. <laughs> no. I was going to say, I don't think we saw that. <laughs> no. No, Lizzie. I don't think the Twin Towers was still standing proud in this universe. I don't think so. I don't think any that would be buildings. wild. It's actually crazy that the ruins of the Statue of Liberty are there. Yeah, I know. That's not my point. <laughs> also, they reference um, that Carnegie Hall, or at least that they've rebuilt Carnegie Hall. Oh, except that's great. Well, so I'm pretty sure... Mock calls it Carnage Hall, but I think that was specifically like playing a pun, for, like yeah, like for yeah, his sure, tour. sure. But also, okay. everyone else calls it Carnage Hall. Car- but they, yeah, everyone calls Car- Carnegie Hall. Okay. Carnegie Hall. Hall. So the rats. So I don't think I don't got it. I don't think the people in Canada know what Carnegie <laughs> Hall is called. I was I was just thinking that I was just <laughs> like this this is this is just ignorance. Like is they, what this like is. they I, saw the word written out, but they never heard it, so they're like. Oh, but it kind of looks like Carnage. So some people refer it to Carnage Hall, and I was like, "Oh, that's what it is in the future. That's clever." But then other, like, then they're talking about it, and they're like, "Carnegie Hall," and I was like, "Wait, is that, what's going on here?" Well, you, the boys. Do you think? Well, I'm sorry, I, I can't. I, I'm still sitting on this. Do you think that maybe they just like they gave them no? Um, like voice, voice direction, acting, no. voice direction no, of any kind, and not. just these people, these people just don't know how to read, yes. and it was just written as Carnage Hall, and I, some of the Carnegie. Yeah, I do. Maybe. I do. Well, the the Carnage Hall is like written on a poster for Mock's tour, which is in, why I think that was just like, oh, uh, it's like a you know fun. It's thing a pun, doing but then everyone the who ever pun. says the words does say Carnegie. So I do think they just didn't have any voice direction. Maybe that's just to... the Canadian accent. Oh, it's they're in <laughs> Carnegie, eh? Oh, we better go catch them up there. Yeah, I forgot to tell you the whole movie is in a very thick, <laughs> very thick Canadian <laughs> accent. They say, no, oh, Canadian oh man, there. Oh, it seems as though our lovely angel has been taken by mock. Yeah, we better go get him. But we, for for the sake of our audience, let's spare them that and go back to the other way. <laughs> well, so the boys end up uh, going after they drive to Nuke York in a stolen cop car. Mm-hmm. I know, fr- I know, Fran. You were wondering how could they drive to Nuke York City? Well. The cop car was going to arrest them for crashing their car. Yes. Which, uh-huh. whatever. And I guess the cop, 
knew him and then they did this whole rabbit season duck season thing where he was like classic i'll give you the evidence from this crash he's like no i'll get the evidence from the crash he's like yeah you get the evidence from this crash and he's like yeah i'll get the evidence from this crash yeah. and then while he's picking up the evidence they steal his cop car and they just take it and then yeah. they yeah. drive off to, to new york new york city then right. this is weird. I didn't think about this until now, but they are stopped by a border patrol yeah, when goes, they get to Nuke York. Hey, so New Bill York Grum, City has a border. What are you doing trying to get into Nuke York City? <laughs> yeah, he talks like that also. Yeah. So I'm gonna not- investigate, and he's like, "I'm the I'm the road investigator." I will say, Omar at every attempt tries to do this like snarky, smooth guy routine where he like tricks his way into stuff and it never and it works never work it never once works in the like how this guy can That's have good. confidence is so far beyond me every time he's like don't worry guys i'll handle this they get thrown in jail or some shit yeah they get every time they get arrested at the border for having clearly a stolen cop car and then like they refuse to like give actual identification or whatever is needed. Oh, they were saying that also Nuke York is just straight up closed to visitors currently. Because there was a power outage. Because <laughs> there was a power outage. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> which we find out. So this is this... we have to we have hold on, Lizzie. Okay. We have to make sure that there's ample like space for this because they okay. have to experience this the way we experienced this, okay, okay. which yes. was in like. So we don't find Wait, out what? what that power outage was from for a little bit. Okay. So, okay. These guys are stopped at the border. They're like, "You can't come in. There's a power outage." And and Omar's like, "Uh, I'm the power outage inspector." And he's like, "Oh, let me see your badge." And then he doesn't have one and they like arrest all three of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smash cut. We we get this montage of demonic imagery and like static electricity and like sexy women and like love it devastation did the sexy women cause the power outage so (laughs) what happened is mock wanted to do his plan where he summons satan or a demon or a demon or it's a demon it's a demon he wants to summon a demon because as we're learning he is so angry that he's not doing as well as he used to do that he wants to summon a demon to kill everyone. from hell to kill yeah. everybody in the world. Yeah, so that's what he's doing. That's his motivation. <laughs> and that's this very strange motivation. And this key portal to open another dimension that Angel has to sing is a like chord progression. Okay. And she has to sing it. And when she does so, the portal will open, demon come out, Kill everybody. Mock is okay. happy. Okay. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they, won't die. they did this off screen. This happened <laughs> elsewhere. No, it, it did, yeah, it did not all the way. The, this like montage that we saw is all we got from that. Yeah, but it didn't happen okay. all the way. It's we like learned, it started to happen. We learned that Angel sang the song, okay. summoned the demon, okay. it blew up Carn. Carnegie Hall. <laughs> it blew it up. It blew it up because, and it created a power outage through the whole city. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. The, um, because what Mach is doing requires like an insane amount of energy of electricity, electricity. specifically, and so okay. it just 
fucking blew up the which we the had, venue. which in <laughs> fairness lizzie needed to get that to explain that to you guys but we don't know this yet we don't we're know this still yet. in the smash cut <laughs> that's okay so we check in with angel and yeah she's uh they're on their way to new york new york at this point when we check in with her and no they have just arrived and she's very upset that she has been kidnapped obviously Fair. yeah and it's a pretty upsetting um, situation she uh is hanging out in this room that she's locked in and um suddenly she's just a prisoner at this point. yeah suddenly descending from one of the vents in her room is this giant woman who turns out to be the sister of the schlepper brothers they have a fourth sibling which is their sister oh. whose name is cindy or cinderella and is, is it actually Cinderella? It's actually Cinderella. Oh, I thought she Great. was like, oh, you're in a Cinderella story. Yeah, no, it's her name's Cinderella. But her name is just is Cinderella. Yeah, right. um, and she's also on roller skates. Yep. And a very short skirt where you constantly see her underwear. Her asshole. And that right she has the she has a tattoo on her butt. Yep. Um. Great. And Cinderella is clearly like completely unaware of the situation because she is like. Oh, ain't hey, you must be one of Mox girls or Mox's new girl and Angel's like uh, uh yeah, no. yeah. No, Angel starts to play along. Yeah. She okay. she plays she along but out? she like she's again, very confused. Yeah, in the script they were like you are pretending to play along and she's like yeah, sister. I'm, well, yeah, I think I, it I'm, works. You know how you know how I am. Well, so because Cinderella starts being like ah uh, yeah, the men are trying to keep you in, huh? Away from like the, from all, the, the, boys. the all the boys outside. And she's like, yeah, you know, you know how they can be. And she's like, oh, yeah, my brothers don't like to let me go out and dance. That's all I want to do is go to the club it's and just dance. Wanna dance. All I want to do is dance. Which is, then she's like, but it's okay because I go out every Friday anyway because I know how to get out of here, which is through the ventilation system. Yeah, she's like, do you want to come with me? And Angel's obviously like, yeah, I want to go dancing. I'd, yeah, I'd exactly. Love that. I'd love to escape. <laughs> I mean, just go dancing, sister. And the, the f- for the rest of it, she's like, "Girl, lead the way. <laughs> you and me, we're sisters from another well, because mystery." Because that's how Cinderella you know is talking. To yeah, her. <laughs> she is. So she's like, "Those boys don't know how to handle us new women. You know, we're." we're you know what we got to go sister? out and dance, and my brothers are always warning warning me about guys who don't want anything but my tight little girl ass and you know let's go find those guys you know what i'm saying ha <laughs> uh this and is basically what she it's like saying. pretty close <laughs> okay um and uh and so cindy will like lead the way through the vents to like escape from the compound that they're in in nuke york city they're going to, she's like, I got this great club to go to. It's called Club 666. It's the best anti-gravity right. town club in town. Yeah. Of course. So it's an anti-gravity club. It. I'm assuming there's lots of bubbles. But the most important no. part of this escape. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, there are. I mean. It's like, Not really. No, it's a lot of, of like strobes hanging out on the walls. You're just like, everyone's like on different yeah parts of the plane, like upside down and okay. on the side. And- but the most important part about this escape is while Angel is escaping, she like she's going through the vents like diehard style. Mm-hmm. And she goes over the room where Mock is, talking, Mock to is talking to the computer lady. And the computer lady is like, he's like, what, what happened? We sang the song. He's like dressed as like a weird 
science like he's got like a scientist hood he's got like goggles if that on. makes sense yeah he's got like science <laughs> okay. clothes on and he's like what what has happened i thought that if she sang the song we would open the portal and bring forth the demon and the computer's like the the city has insufficient power in order to mm. summon the demon the demon requires the song but also a great deal of okay. electrical power the only place where this amount of power could be generated is in Ohm City, a place that has oh, beans. a place that a has a unique power, power plant, plant that creates more okay. energy than anywhere else in the whole world, which is, I guess, where it got its name from. Okay. Uh, and he goes, this is excellent. I will go have a concert there. I, Computer. This, I already have a giant head there. This will be so yeah, easy. Yeah, were they not just there? Yes, that's, that's where they yeah, started. That's yeah. right. There's, there's two places. There's two places <laughs> in this. That's the place to have a concert. That's where they had the I first think, concert. I mean, I think hometown is implied to also just be like, you know, kind of a random hometown. Hometown is like your hometown. That's where you're yeah, from. Your that hometown, has a concert right. every once in a while. But Got New it. York City is right. where, like, you know, the big city. Uh-huh. That's it's where also where Mark retired to, though. I guess right. he said he had right, one yeah. more concert that he had to do. So, well, so I assume it was there. So, also, what is revealed that mm-hmm. Angel? Well, so this is also the, where the com- right. the Angel computer- learns. Oh my God, he's summoning a demon. He wanted to use the, she because she didn't know. She was like, "Oh, we blew up that whole place." I guess it was because I sang a song that summoned a demon. The demon blew up the place, except it didn't. But get it didn't all have the, the way power out. to manifest totally, and so it just yeah. like killed a bunch of people at the venue. It just exploded, oh. and. <laughs> Then the concert was over. And okay. the computer goes, if you want to summon the demon, you will have to sing the magic song with the voice at Ohm City Power Plant. And he goes, yes, this is excellent. Tell me, computer, is there anyone that can stop my plan? And the computer goes... <laughs> good thing to ask. Uh, the, which, the is, which, is, which is fine. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. How can and the, my plan and the, Let me ask ChatGPT real quick. Let me know ahead of time. Is there anyone... <laughs> is, is there anyone who can ruin my plans? No, King, go off. Um, the, <laughs> there, is, there is but one confident but useless male no, who you're could so, stop you. No, you're so off, Ethan. You haven't even learned the theme of the movie yet. So the computer is like, hmm, calculating, hmm... Only one voice, one heart, one soul can stop the demon. And he goes, okay. who? Who is this? Okay. Who is this one voice? Who is this one soul? And the computer goes, hmm, no there one. is no one who can stop the demon. And he goes, oh, nice. No. Nothing can, no so one like, can stop my demon. that could happen, except there's nobody who can do it. So great. So, okay. so we are good to go. However, weird Ethan, emphasis. you don't even know what it's going to happen Weird yet. emphasis from the computer when it says that. It huh? says, no one. No one can stop you. Yeah. I, no I, one. I will be no at this. I will be surprised if if this is like no, out of left field no, at this point. No, it's very funny when I, I say Ethan. You don't know what's going on when you actually don't know what's going on, and then when I say Ethan, you don't know what's going on when you know exactly what's going on. That's my favorite but, little bit that we do. I love that the computer okay. also just talked at riddles. It was like no yeah. one, no, and then it was like no one can that will stop make the my demon. master happy. I've told it everything, <laughs> yeah. everything in perfect context, and so. And so, uh, and so, Mock Swagger's like, perfect. No one can stop my plan, and I know exactly what I got to do. I got to do a second concert, 
in Ohm. Ohm City. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's go make it happen. Up top. And so they... Sounds uh, like there's a large lack of media presence in this particular society considering a lot of patrons of his previous concert died they did like a yeah. they did like a news yeah like, that's how we're revealed what uh, happened was yes. it like a news i mean reel. we learn what happened through I, like a news how, reporter how many people do you think would have to die at a taylor swift concert for people to not go to the next so one i think it was because we know it's concert. we know it's it's well, it's Travis more than Scott one we know that yeah, and it turns out doesn't fucking people matter. People die in concerts. concerts. I, I do <laughs> think that only like three-ish people died. Not a lot of people last died. Concert. It was just that the entire venue was like destroyed, and right. then there were people. They like showed people selling like "I survived a mock concert" shirts. Right. So, so like, it like immediately it. went capitalist, and they were like, <laughs> oh, okay. oh, "Yeah." yeah. Right. So a lot of capitalism's live and well after World War Three. Yeah. So so mock gets all this information, and he's like getting ready to go to. Uh, back to Ohm City and like do another concert there. But again, all this was revealed while Angel was escaping. So okay. Angel escapes with Cindy and the two of them go to Club 666. And then the whole time Angel's like, how do I get out of here without hurting I'll... this girl's feelings? Because then, because she's I'll... like obviously <laughs> pretty like, I mean, I would be too. She's kind of worried like, well, if I actually escape, then my like jig is up. And like, mm-hmm. will this girl then like just report me back to her brother right so she's trying to be chill and like hang out with her and just like vibe but mm-hmm. she is trying to get back to her band to get away which she has so no the idea power where they came are back by the way i guess the club some... has power yeah i guess so it was I mean, like they, a temporary yeah, blackout show the whole city right. with some power at so least. some so now we cut back to the boys they're at a <gasps> tattoo shop They've been bailed out of jail by Dizzy's aunt, who owns a tattoo parlor. It is in New York. City. In New it York. is so jarring because the last we saw them, they were getting arrested. Getting arrested, and then we right. went. Don't worry we about did, pacing. We went and we did this whole scene with like all the exposition and with stuff, Angel and stuff. And now we're just back with the boys. And I was like, wait, wait did I miss what? something? What? But don't worry, they explain <laughs> it explain immediately it like right away. They're like. Dizzy, you're so lucky that I live in the city and I have a successful tattoo parlor and I was able to come bail you guys out and come bring you to my tattoo parlor shop because I uh, am your aunt. <laughs> and so, <laughs> we, just, we just get all that at once. Solid. Solid. So that's, that's good storytelling. By the right. way, the tattoo parlor artist is actually Catherine O'Hara. She is- Voiced by Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara. Love it. She <laughs> is actually- uh, uh, she just wanted to be in this movie, I guess. I don't. Um, I really don't know. She she was um, like this. This company went on to do stuff for Beetlejuice, though. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. This was a. Uh, this was again. This was the first. So, this might this might be different than how things work in America, because uh, in America, if you fail financially, uh, that means you don't deserve to have anything. Uh, you should be trash. You should be destitute. You're trash, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll throw you away in the. We'll throw you in the garbage. But yep. in Canada, a lot of these early, especially the early animation films, were actually funded by the Canadian government to like yeah. make more Canada art. Um, well, and so a, they have a law about like a percentage of media shown on television has to be it has to be Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, although the studio didn't make this big flopper uh, that didn't make any money uh the studio 
this studio did go on to be quite successful um, because I guess people saw this and they were like, hey, they made a fucking movie. I mean, if we're, <laughs> we're going to, uh, you know, what is success? Is it making a thing? I mean, if you make a if you make a podcast and like four people listen, <laughs> is that success? I mean, I feel like I, it is. I feel like, and I've been thinking this the whole time, that this movie would be better served by just being a rock opera and mm. not having any dialogue. <laughs> I, I, Perhaps, I can see that. I think, like, yeah, uh, I agree. punk style? I agree, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, was going to bring it up at the end, but yeah, it's, you could just watch a better version of this, watch <laughs> Intercella. Um, but the, uh, the boys are talking to Catherine O'Hare. I don't remember the aunt's name, but whatever. Um, and it's she like Aunt Edith or something. And she, they're like, we gotta find Angel. Like we came here to find Angel. I think she's in danger. And can you help us out? And she's like, well, those Schlepper brothers, they they have a sister, by the way. Um, <laughs> and she likes to hang out at this club because she likes to get down and dirty with the boys. Um, I know. Try there. I know because I gave her her signature heart tattoo. tattoo on her ass that we've been seeing through all the shots. <laughs> because again, with her all of shots. all of the upskirt shots of this this big big woman, this big powerful woman. Because again, the Schleppers are like big strong cartoon boys, and so is she. Yeah. And uh-huh. she's also got that same shape, but then she's, she's got thick. a big. She's got, she's got a very big slim waist bosom. Then. But right. Okay. Tiny, yeah. So tiny I was. Waist. I was just about to ask if, because you kept just describing her as big. If she was, she's uh, like, she's like a shape. Dorito, Ethan. Yeah. She's so powerful. <laughs> she's such a big woman, but she is. I love her. I think she's like the best character. She is one of the better characters. I would agree. <laughs> um, and so we we learned that her signature ass tattoo, which we've seen through all the shots was made by Dizzy's Dizzy's aunt. And that's why she has this information. So that's why she has all the, yeah, the intel. And so she's like, you should go to Club 666. That's where she hangs out and uh, gets fucked by all the boys. And maybe you're- You get some info on Angel. Maybe, yeah, maybe the lady that you're looking for, you know, you can figure it out there. Um, And so they go, okay, cool. Let's go there. And so everything converges at Club 666. But there, (laughs) this is so The whole time they were talking about all of this with their aunt, she was- tattooing a guy so there was, yeah. there was also what was, was the tattoo honey it was a big booby mermaid yeah, on, it was a big on titty top mermaid. of his bald head <laughs> yeah right on his way. fucking like right oh, on his fucking yeah, fuck yeah. um and so like that guy leaves and then immediately goes to a payphone and is like he calls the schlepper brothers he goes to a pay some information he goes to a payphone i want to i want to i want that to be very clear yeah, All yeah. Right, keep going, honey. He goes to the payphone, yeah, and he calls up one of the Schlepper brothers and is like, Dude. I've heard something that should interest you and like implies that um like he owed the Schlepper brothers and so this is like he says like now you can call it even. And then he like, calls him Captain, I think. Yeah, well, because the guy is like dressed like a sailor. That I guess that's why he's getting a mermaid tattoo. I <laughs> yeah, I don't know, okay. man. It's a, it's so unne- all unnecessary. Like it's completely. so many it's layers just... of like unnecessary. And then like, <laughs> then yeah. I, I don't even know how to describe. Oh, this. I'll describe it. So then he's like, ah, oh, 
your captain, your your sister, she's sneaking out to a club and she's with a dame that you might know. And these three boys, I, I don't know if you know who they are, but they're after her. And so I think they're going to head your sister off at this club. And he's like, oh, that's very interesting. Again, this the Schlepper brother, like Doofus is from earlier. And he was like, so, Captain, do you, do you think that we're even now that I, you know, because I, I, I did such a bad turn to you in the past. Now that I've told you this information, would you say that we're even? And he goes, hmm, let me think. And then he pushes a button on his phone. And then... The intel guy then, on the and, other end. And then the, the sailor guy on the other end, who is getting a mermaid big titty tattoo on the back of his bold skull... Gets uh-huh. disintegrated raid from <laughs> through the, the phone, phone. and it, through the payphone, and, and he turns into dust. Turns and then he God. goes, "I guess now we're even." <laughs> and he hangs up. <laughs> so unnecessary. Why did he call him? That entire scene from the disintegration ray phone. If he was trying to get even, that's a piece of hardware. Just don't use that, my man. <laughs> That entire scene was so random and like, it was so weird. I mean, and I, I guess, guess it was to make the Schlepper brothers more evil, but like no, no, no. I know exactly what happened here. It was that they had no fucking script for this movie, and so they yeah. were writing it and filling in the plot holes as they, they went. So they were like, guy. "Well, so they meet up at this crazy club, and then they were like, how did they know that they're gonna be at the club?'" And that is how they but know. how did they come up with the disintegration thing? That's I what know. I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, um, I feel I, like the dialogue happened, and then they sent the dialogue to the animation team, and the animation team I, didn't have any notes of what right. was so they just thought to it was happen. That. Did they think they were having all, a face-to-face conversation, and then they shot him? <laughs> all right, so we're going to Club Six Six Six. This is where we get the like artistic psychedelic shots uh, there's like again yeah, club a six wild club club six 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 yeah anti-gravity club so everyone's on the walls and everyone's ceiling. wearing like no clothes yeah they're all just like clothes. dancing and they're like fucking, okay so a very different kind of orbs they're they're yeah, oh, very good ethan <laughs> and, and they're all just like you know hanging their pussies out and chill, stuff like that and then um the cindy and uh angel they both get there, and Angel's kind of like looking for a way out, but Cindy's like, oh, hey, you should meet so-and-so. Oh, hey, these are my buds. Like, she clearly hangs out here a lot. And then um, the boys show up, and they're trying to find Cindy, but the only, only- thing the only thing they know about her is that she has this tattoo on her ass oh. uh, because <laughs> Catherine O'Hare, their aunt, was like, so, uh, sorry, I missed some context. Um, Dizzy is this like stout rat boy. Um, her his aunt is like similar, but uh-huh. she has an eye patch on one eye, and then she wears this like monocle, like jeweler's lens on the other eye so for when, tattoo people for when she's, she's doing tattoos. Yeah, and she's like, I don't know what Cindy looks like. All I know tattoo. is the tattoo that I tattooed on her asshole. So you have to find that. <laughs> and we have this really funny scene of all the boys. They're like dancing. They're with all girls dancing and, like and they're checking out all the girl asses to try and figure out who's got the tattoo that they're looking for. Right. And it's it's a pretty normal club scene, honestly. Yeah. yeah. 
And so they're getting slapped around and like pushed around. But then eventually Dizzy's like, I found her. She's with Cindy. Stretch finds her. Stretch finds her? Yes. Okay, either way. The the two of the background boys find her. They go grab Omar. They're like, we got to get her. Um, and they see Angel as well. Yeah, Angel's just there. And so the, they were just trying to find Cindy to get like intel. Right. But they find Angel and they're like, oh shit, Angel's here. So they're going to try and get Angel. But- the sailor guy from before who got disintegrated tipped off the brothers. And the, the brothers show up. So the brothers are here too. And they get the boys. They get them out of well, there. Well, no, they, they get Angel and Cindy. Yeah, they get Angel and Cindy. And then they also get Stretch and then the rest of the boys. And then they are... uh, They... Uh, it's just like so weird. So <laughs> the Schlepper brothers... Tell Mock, they're like, those three boys that we fucked around with before are back to find Angel. We are going to go get them. And he's like, mm, yes, go get them. And also, let's go fuck with them. Because I think that would be very funny. <laughs> so <Okay>. I'm going <laughs> to go get, hmm, what's her face? And that's the end of that scene. Okay. So, so then they all these characters are collected from Club Six Six Six. Sure, it's whatever. And they go to this abandoned warehouse. It's like the no, end. they're just like on the streets. Yeah, but it, it feels like it's the end of uh, Highlander and like it's this like, like a weird, open yeah, it's abandoned a weird place. Down area. Yeah. Um, go watch Highlander. Uh, but the <laughs> go, go watch our, our video about Highlander. About. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Is watch the Highlander episode, obviously, <laughs> of our own podcast. Actually, watch Highlander. <laughs> yeah, fuck you don't that. need to actually watch the film. <laughs> actually, you can watch Highlander, but then also watch our. Uh, we did it. Um, but they uh, Mox shows up because they get Omar, and they like throw him into this big area, and and they're like, "Hey, the boss wants to talk to you." And then Omar's like, where's Angel? What do you did with her? And Angel's like, uh, I'm right here, baby. Um, uh, and she's like licking Mox. And she's like tonguing his yeah, face. Yeah, so Mock and Angel appear out of the shadows. Okay. And Angel's like clinging to Mock. Like, yeah, and uh, she's like rubbing her pussy against his leg and stuff. And she's like, oh, I want it so hard. And yeah. then uh, and, and then Omar's like, Angel, what are you doing, babe? I thought that you wanted to hang out with me. She's like, no, I only want to. <laughs> be with Mox. Well, yeah, she's like, I just want to be with Mock. Yeah, I think that yeah. uh, he, my career... gave me an offer I can't refuse. Yeah, I think that my career and also having sex with a literal superstar is probably way better than anything you could give me. Uh, uh, you should get out of here. Um, this is the and, weird... This is wild. And uh, Omar's like, I hate you guys. <laughs> he's, he's like, <laughs> I'm going to go slay. home to home city and I'm never going to talk to you again. And then he just does. <laughs> no, he just runs away. And then, um, so re remember when I said, what's her face? Yeah. Apparently, what's her face is a character who can emulate exactly Anyone. any other character. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so she was pretending to, to be, be Angel, Angel yeah. and to make Omar feel bad. And so it's like. Mox pulls off her mask thing that she was wearing to reveal that she's like an Classic. ugly lady who can just emulate people's voices, I guess. And um, he's like, thanks. So this was all a big trick. It was all a big And then right. she leaves. An and illusion, then that's the end of that character. Yeah, she's never seen again. <laughs> that was just for that. Love just it. Just for the one scene. 
And the my favorite part hold about on. this, my hold favorite on. part hold about on. this scene hold though, on. was I was no. like Lizzie when I when I heard the name What's Her Face, I was like, oh, there's gonna be some sort of shape shifter, sort of like replacement character that right. can just like take the place of anyone. And then there was, and I was like, oh, cool, I was right. That's that's great. Fran, what what's it you got to say? Hold on. So if she is good at emulating people's voices, no, she can't do it like that. That's di- no, okay. Fran. Why couldn't I, he just use no, her? No, 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 no. I I see what you're trying to, to go say. Go open the portal. No, no, no. She can't do the. <laughs> she can't sing again. And it was like oh, it's sorry. so it's so important too that it's like a specific voice, and they specifically say you can't record it. It has to be a living yes. voice. She's that, a living that person? person. No, but it has to be a that like. Fran, I know that you're like you don't understand sort of musical theory the way that I do because I have like a beautiful mind and I can like see notes uh-huh. as colors and stuff like that. But and I didn't actually take right and semesters that, of it. But keep going, yeah, right. That doesn't make any sense. But but like a specific voice has a timbre. It's pronounced timbre, by the way. That um that I don't I don't think you could emulate even with like you could hear it as you you might recognize it as your own mother's voice perhaps but it's not quite the same it doesn't have the uh-huh. same vibrational pattern across all spectrums that the uh-huh. the correct voice would have mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my this is the end of my trying to ostracize fran hour well so then there's for, there's, for now for there's now. a bit of <laughs> There's a bit of overlap in Mock's plans then, because then we go back to Angel's been recaptured and Mock is talking to her, um, and he's like, he's like, you will sing for me, even though she's like, I know what you're doing now, right, and I now, am not gonna do it. Yeah, now she's like, wait, you're trying to summon a demon with my beautiful voice. I won't. And do he's that. like, oh, he was like, you will, because I captured your friends. So not only did he that like Except fuck Omar. with them, he then like kidnapped them mm-hmm. and right. put them in one giant Edison ball that he just right. had, oh. and he put which them is, inside which is, of it. Which is like when I when I saw this, I was like, oh look, Lizzie, it's it's the the sphere of torment because like you can see their perspective <laughs> from inside, and it's like they're just having a bad they're a, time. having a bad trip. <laughs> it's like right, like yeah. there's like. It's like suspended in this like area where all these like lightning spears mm-hmm. are like keeping it suspended and they're like shocking it with lightning and they're like, uh, 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 and they're like seeing their, they're like right, seeing yeah. themselves become their father and fucking their mother and they're like God. seeing all of their worst nightmares. They're like seeing <laughs> their high school, yes, they're like seeing their, yeah. they're like seeing their, they're seeing their high school girlfriends like going off and having successful relationships like with their dad's cousins and stuff like that like it's a is bunch of that, that shit men's greatest fear? yeah no is it friend don't even don't even worry about it no is that this what is men fear the most men's I, greatest fear is partners or like interests are fucking other people men's greatest fears fran are being forgotten <laughs> okay <laughs> cj really got himself I, on that really terrible <laughs> note that was uh, I I just like I like the idea of like your your far more experienced druggy buddy just kind of be like dude you're not supposed to go inside the Edison you never go in the Edison ball dude I mean it is yeah they they were like before they were just distracted but now they're like completely they're, and, they've they're basically brainwashed yeah to that this. to that effect they're like in, really in the next up. scene they are not themselves they restart their band. 
but instead yeah. of it being like they a like cool... send them back to hometown and they're all like so loopy and like don't know where they are and they're just kind of like la, 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 yeah la, they just la, have this yeah. like kids band where they're like la, 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 la. yeah no i mean that is that is like a requirement you need to tick off on any music-based uh media where you have to be like and in some way shape or form they have sold themselves out and lost their souls they are pedantic (laughs) well while i do sorry ethan you go uh, oh i was just gonna say that i do i do really like uh Mox style here where he's he's just like I have kidnapped two of your friends and separately I cucked your boyfriend <laughs> just so it's he does so that to he does that to them to just Omar but then they do kidnap the three of boys and put them in that okay. orb okay. but that's because they do that because Mock is like you will sing for me or else yeah. I have mm. your friends or and I'm gonna torture them. Keep them in the I'm torment just gonna keep orb. torturing them yeah. unless you do what yeah. I say. You need and a collateral. Yeah. And Angel's oh. like, oh, okay. Okay, fine. Um and then, and they then send them, he they send and them then back. like without her knowing, he then like sends he like just kicks them out and puts them back in Ohm Town when they're all they're all like brainwashed because he's also like, Well now they're not gonna do anything. Yep. Because this also was up. a poor choice on her part because She's a, if she doesn't sing, he's gonna kill him or some mm-hmm. supposedly or torture them forever. Right. But if she right. does Dorp. sing, a demon's gonna be summoned and murder all of them anyway. Well, so we have, will the demon murder everyone or just kind more, of make a new ways to on for, Earth? force her? He has more ways to force her. Um, we do get a little moment though where she also tries. She tries another way to get out of it. That okay. she. This is when CJ was confusing uh, earlier, seeing that she's alone in this crazy big room yeah. on the airship when they're flying back to <laughs> Ohm Town and mm-hmm. there's like a, a bed and a piano in the room <laughs> but it's got room. like crazy cool windows and then like oh. Mock comes in and is talking to her and... he's on drugs at this point yeah th- this is after he's done the actual drugs like he was smoking yeah he was like <laughs> snorting things and like smoking things and like just like chilling out on his own airship and, and, and he's and like Angel's... dude life is good I'm gonna do my big master plan it's yeah. all gonna work out and Angel at this point <laughs> attempts the classic you know mock i've actually fallen for you she does the jasmine i, I like you yeah. why don't mm-hmm. we just the two of us go away together it sounds and, like disney took a lot from this and, movie and he's and, and he's like i'm very high so i'd like to listen to what you would say to me and she's like we could just start a new life together and he's like how high do you think I am? I know what you're trying to do to me, you <laughs> fucking seductress. I won't fall Listen. for any of that bullshit. You will sing for me. And she's like, no, no. Fuck you. I'll never, fuck no. you. I'll never sing for you. And he's like, okay, I'm going to invent a collar that makes you sing. That's true. Oh. <laughs> Why was that not plan A? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but that does come up that literally he puts like a collar on her that he could then can control Sexy choker. her singing. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh. Um, but <laughs> I do like the line where he he says like he like leaves the room and he's he's like she can sing or she can scream and she did piss me off though. <laughs> she did piss me off though. That's a, that's an exact quote. <laughs> that's an exact quote. <laughs> yes. Once again, sing great. Or she can scream. She did piss me off, though. 
Um, it's very good. It's a good line read. We kinda. also right before <laughs> right before that scene with Angel, we got this the scene where Mock is doing some drugs. He is also like in the same room yes. as one of the Schlepper brothers. Thank you. I did not want to skip this scene I mean, because this scene is psychotic. Randomly a catalyst. So the um, the youngest Schlepper brother zip. is like mm-hmm. simple. He he's, he's like boy. he's like uh he's, right he's curly he's childish no well who's like George and uh, the the oh, other guy okay. from Mice and Men uh yeah okay. he is like he's watching a child's cartoon and it's kind of like Blues Clues kind of esque but it's like he's watching a he's watching a show. That he clearly likes because he has a like little toy. For yeah, he likes it. He has like a little pin yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like associated with it. It's like Uncle Fester it's or Uncle some Mikey. Shit. Uncle Mikey, and he's watching okay. this, and it is animate. The show is animated in a different, very much, scary, way. much scarier <laughs> style, and it's like Uncle Mikey dealing with like I guess uh, existential life lessons. Yeah, for life children. lessons kind of thing. And he's like, do you know the difference between good and evil? Is this good or evil? And then it has it's Uncle like a Mikey. a farmer and a cow. Yeah, and, and the farmer's like killing the cow. And I'll be like, is this oh, good is or this evil? Good or and then I'll show him like feeding and petting the cow. Yeah, it's like hugging the cow. He's like, is this good or evil? And he's like fucking the cow. And then it's like, oh it's like all the stuff. And then at the end, he's like, do you know the difference between good or evil? Anyway, my show's over. Goodbye. And then like, ascends through the ceiling and that's just how that like that whole is true show that is what happened that's actually in the right. in the cartoon and then okay and so this young schlepper brother looks over at mock who's mock, doing drugs who's doing drugs <laughs> off in the corner and he's like boss are we good or are we evil and he's like oh the lines are so gray yeah mock basically is like <clears throat> the good and evil don't exist anymore yeah. we've ascended beyond it and yeah but then like because he's become in this very bizarre high state from his drugs, he also like gets very mean to yeah. him and says like he's like, and there's no Santa Claus or Tooth Fairy or Easter Bunny or any of that childish childish nonsense. And he like takes his toy and like crushes it. Yeah. And the kid and Zip <laughs> is obviously very upset by this yeah. interaction. And then Fair. and then Mach goes off to talk to this Angel. Is- this is this is a very important, important. scene. Yeah, this is very important. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, so now we, we go so to the can concert. we go to the concert? Yeah, we go, to, we the go to the concert in okay. Ohm City. So the concert is happening. The boys are like Still lobotomized. They're like just okay. singing happy songs back in the original club from the opening with the Mickey Mouse guy. He's yep, like, yep, oh yep. my god, these guys are not fabuloso anymore. <laughs> And then, and so Mock descends down during the concert on this floating platform where he's playing the things where you like touch a pad and like sound happens and all the pads are like around him. You know, the one. Well, so yeah, I mean, he has like this contraption that looks like kind of like pipes and he puts his hand over the top of them and it makes sound. sound. However, it also controls angel's collar mm-hmm. and we see uh, then angel is on the stage chained like this 
yeah. with the collar Princess on Princess Leia style. And kind of like a, yeah, like a sexy slave uh, yeah, Leia yeah. outfit. Yeah, she's wearing like the white out. She's, you know, you, you know. The one. It's on the cover of the, yeah, the it's, movie. Yeah, it's hot. Um, and he starts playing her and she starts singing. Yeah, and she sings, song. she sings the magical song that makes demons appear. Also, he has, so this is so fucking, Ethan, you would like this scene. Where he was like, okay, he's like, do, waiting he, to be offended. He's like, do it, and then the like lasers from the laser show like point at each other in different angles, and then they make out a pentagram on the ground. Oh, and then, okay, yeah, I do like that. And then, and then he's, <laughs> and then he's, they're like, oh no, we don't have enough power. This it's the same thing that was the happening Schlepper in the last are in conf- like a control yeah, tower. The Schlepper brothers are like okay, the roadies, sure. and they're like controlling it. They're like, yeah. boss, we don't have enough power. And then they're like, but it's okay, because this is the special part of Ohm City's power supply. They send up a a spire up into the sky, and it's a lightning storm, fortunately, and lightning strikes the tower, (laughs) and it goes from not enough power on the power meter to overloaded overloaded on the power meter. Of course. And then... As this happens, the little like laser light show that's making a pentagram in the floor turns into like a portal, a portal. that goes straight down. And he's like, oh. "Yes, yes, and it's happening!" A big, scary, really actually scary demon arises out of the portal. And yeah, it's like Wah! And the crowd is like, "Wow, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude, yeah. metal!" Holy shit, this rules. Uh, and it then does a, pick a few, out two people, people from, from the, the crowd. audience get eaten. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's fucking metal, dude. They love this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And fuck well, yeah, so dude. what during the the lightning storm, um, it does cause like a like power spark surge. across power surge across the whole city. And during that power surge, um like all the lights are exploding in the street yeah, and like and everything's exploding. Some like a rogue wire actually electrocutes the boys, the band mm. on stage and right, it of snaps course. them out it of it. It resets their right. mind. However, the- <laughs> right? And then Diz- Dizzy is like it's like, "Okay, oh my gosh, I don't know how we got back in Ohm Town, but uh Omar, we got to go save Angel." And Omar's mm-hmm. like no, we don't. She wants to be with that guy. <laughs> she 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 abandoned she abandoned us, dude. She doesn't even care about the music or nothing. And at that point, pretty rightfully so, Dizzy's like, I don't fucking care anymore about you, Omar. <laughs> Stretch like, and I are gonna go save. No, Angel. he was he was like, look in your heart, Omar. <laughs> yeah. Do you think she would really abandon us? And he was like. No, nah, I guess I'm pretty fucking cool. Why would she ever? No, do that? but he does not go with them. Oh, oh uh, <laughs> not Diz- initially. Dizzy no. and Stretch they go to try and save Angel. Mm-hmm. So they arrive at the concert and they're like, and there's a fucking. Oh demon my god! There. And they're like, oh <laughs> my god! We're way out of our pay grade. No fucking way we go in there. No, 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 no. Angel's being forced to sing. Mock is just laughing happily because his revenge is happening and everybody's but, gonna die. But Angel's like, my voice brought the demon into this Here. world if i sing right i can bring the demon out of this world and mock does she, goes does she just sing it backwards mock goes <laughs> i accounted no for this. one you dumb bitch me. no one <laughs> can stop me and so she starts singing her song the like main theme of the movie and, and then, the one the her like solo song that she sung at the beginning where uh yeah, where what's his name walked off song. and then 
Omar appears and is singing. No, he's got his guitar. He does the guitar thing. He's got his guitar. I'll get you. And he's singing in harmony to her song. Mm. And and Moz is uh, Mox is like, what? No, no one can stop this. But it's clear that the demon the demons are not like what's happening. (laughs) Harmonies. And he's getting sent back to hell. And Mox is like, what? Wait, no, he's not. No one can stop this. The demon starts kind of though trying to put up a fight. So mm-hmm. he like mm-hmm. he like throws like some demonic energy, mm-hmm. and it's right in the line of Omar. However, mm-hmm. but right before it's gonna hit Omar, so kind of interrupting their song though. Regardless, right. um, uh, Zip, the brother, the youngest schlepper yeah, brother, who was watching, who the simpleton of, watching, steps the- in the way and takes the shot uh-huh. for oh, Omar shit. and falls to the ground. And then one of his brothers comes to, to the oldest help brother. him. The oldest brother comes to help him, pick him up off the ground. And, and he's like, why'd you do that? Why'd you save him? <laughs> he's like, because I don't want to be evil. evil. <laughs> and then and he, he dies. dies. <laughs> he dies. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, straight up yeah. dead. After and, being and, the, energy and so the oldest brother's pissed off. Omar and Angel resume their song, and, and then the oldest brother. The goes, demon, the demons like crawled back through. He, like the there's still this like star back. portal, the pentagram mm-hmm. portal in the ground. He like gets sucked back through the pentagram, and Mox like, no, I will show everyone. I I hate them. They all <laughs> think I'm over it or whatever. I don't even really know entirely. I will have my vengeance. And then the biggest brother shows up behind him. And, I, yeah, I thought you were going to take it. Away. And he is very pissed off at Mock. He picks him up and throws him down into the portal to hell. He, he fucking and, Darth Vader's him. He kind of grabs the side of it a bit, he's struggling, and he's, while he's still kind of semi falling into it, Mock's like, but no one, no one voice. And then he was like, no oh, one. Beans. No. One, one heart, one, <laughs> one soul, song. one voice. It oh, could be more no. than one person making that. And then he, and then fa- he falls and into he hell. Dies in hell, dude. And the portal closes. And ev- and they save the world. And then, and then, <laughs> the best part is then Mylar comes on stage. Because the, like, whole, Fabuloso! the whole crowd, is, <laughs> the whole crowd is still there, and they're like. This is the coolest concert I've ever been to. Holy shit, this is the best. Like, everyone's cheering. They're like, this is the best fucking shit we've ever seen. I mean, it would be. That'd be a super cool show. If I saw that, I'd be like, hell yeah, dude. I'm so. This is the best. And then Mylar comes on stage and is like. He's just dancing. He's like. This is the new hit band. <laughs> like this is the it, duo ladies and gentlemen. And then the, the bassist and drummer. Oh my god. And then, and then they, the movie ends. They just play and the movie's <laughs> yeah. over. It's still no name Fab, for their band. Fabuloso. So And that is rock and rule. That is rock and rule. I have to say, I forgot to mention this earlier that <clears throat> it's called rock and rule. Apparently, because at one point in the movie, they show that Mock's previous album was called Rock and Rule. Yeah, there's just oh. like Rock and Rule. The name is in the background of some shots because that's like that's his album. Mock. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. I, sure. Yeah. Why it's not? a cool name, though. 
What an amazing show. So that's that's the ride. Could you, even, like, I, could, you, uh, could you make yourself dream this in your wildest dreams? No. I, I, I'd need a few more drugs, uh, maybe an orb maybe or two, an, but yeah, yeah sure. Oh, maybe ponder your orb. Uh, I'd fuck up an orb right uh, now, I'll tell you what. <laughs> no, I, I think I only have one question left that I've been wondering a little bit towards the end here. Mm -hmm. Uh... How long is this movie? This movie's like 20 minutes long. No. <laughs> <laughs> just just wanted to do a I'll, little I'll double check. I think it's 80. I was going to say, it's definitely like an hour 20, I would guess. Um, mm -hmm. This, is a, this is a little advertisement, I guess, at the end of the show. Uh, we watched this on Internet Archive. Uh, yes. They're having a little fundraiser over there. Uh, same as Wikipedia does towards the end of the year. to try. It's, and... it's an hour 17. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to go watch this on Internet Archive and throw them some some cash, I'm gonna throw them some cash. Uh, we also recently, well, we watched the Super Mario Brothers movie on Internet Archive, which is another episode of this the podcast. The 1993 one, not, yes, the, new not one. the new one. Not Nintendo, the new one. Nintendo, settle down. We also recently, not an episode of this podcast, but CJ had never seen the movie The Room we saw by the Tommy room Wiseau. By Tommy You've Wiseau. never seen The Room. I have and now. We watched and that let me tell you, as well. it is an artistic manifestation that I don't think, oh. I I think everyone's, so Lizzie and I were looking at reviews for, for this uh, this movie, which was Rock and, right. uh, Rock and Roll. And a lot of the people were saying that it is ahead of its time. So there's a lot of positive reviews for this movie. Um, and a lot of the reviewers were saying this movie has a lot to say. It's very important and it's ahead of its time. But a lot of those uh, reviews came from around its time. So like, how do you know if a thing is ahead of its time before it's time? <laughs> no, I, I think some of those were from later. Some, some were more recent, but like, you know, you hear people say things are ahead of its time. Uh, but you're like, but that's said from the time period. So. Also, CJ, the are you are these like reviews from like newspapers that you're reading? Yeah. Because yeah, the internet did not exist these are, in the 70s. Yeah, newspapers. These are uh, critic critic reviews. But wow. I I am going on record to say that Tommy Wiseau's The Room is ahead of its time, <laughs> and I think that history is going to vindicate me because people are like, this is just a bad. This is a fun, bad movie to watch, but I don't think so. I think this movie is so far beyond our comprehension as a species right now that in the future, people are going to look back and be like, CJ was right about Tommy Wiseau's The Room. He knew, he saw what Tommy saw, and what Tommy saw was the future. And I felt that the whole time of the movie. There wasn't a single doubt in my head that he knew exactly what he was doing at every single moment in time. <laughs> Well, if you want to see The Room or you want to see this movie, Rock and Rule, it is for free on the Internet Archive. You yeah. should definitely watch it again, as I was advocating for at the beginning of the mm -hmm. podcast. If you want a little enrichment in your enclosure of capitalism, spare our 17 minutes. Check this one out. Go watch also, that. Go also, send some cash to Internet yeah, Archive. Go watch that. Go watch that. Go watch The Room. Go watch the Digimon movie. Watch all that <laughs> shit. Give Internet Archive some money. Keep it afloat, boys. We need it to stay alive. Um, I mean, so this also what CJ was saying about the reviews, though, leads us to say that Rock and Rule is not a disliked movie no. at all. It Everyone is, loves even it. Even like, despite being a flop, it was 
critically received well. Um, and it mm-hmm. has been consistently. If you check right now, it has a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. And, Which is like Wonka movie levels quoted, of approval. <laughs> and they quoted um <laughs> like there was I saw several quotes of articles from magazines at the time reviewing this movie, and they were positive. Yeah. Um it wasn't like oh, like overwhelmingly positive, like wow, this is amazing, <laughs> this is art. It was just like this is cool. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's good. And then uh, you know. As most things we cover on this show, this movie has quite a cult following at this point, many years later. <laughs> I I will say, I think in a lot of ways, this movie is like those paintings of soup that I really like. That <laughs> Andy Warhol, Prince of Soup? Okay. That, or is it the people throwing soup at I don't know if it's no. very good, <laughs> okay. but... I'm okay, glad it exists. But... I think it should exist. <laughs> I'm happy it exists. Do I think this movie is a good movie? I think it I think we need this movie. I was movie. gonna say, I have to say, like just to be straight honest, I I don't dislike this movie like at all. It's hard to dislike I, this movie. This it's a hard lot of, to dislike. There's a lot yeah. of heart in it. I it was clearly a passion yeah. passionately made movie, and I kinda yeah. like it. Like I, I don't like. I'm not like. Wow, I love it so much, it. and I want to rewatch it a bunch. But like, I like it. It's it's, it's weird. It it's is weird art. It's weird. It's good. It's funky. It's fresh. It's certified fresh. It's something that you fact. won't normally see. Lizzie, how did you? So I'm because I'm assuming this came from you, not yes. from CJ. How did you Rude. even come across this movie? In the first place, um, I just heard about it specifically online because I've always been in animation circles, and uh, you know, I just crossed the threshold in general at one point, set somehow of just seeing people talk about all of the weird animated movies in general that have come out mm. over the years, especially in the eighties. And mm-hmm. this one I saw mentioned like just a couple of times, and I just one day was like. I'm going to try and watch that. And at the time when I watched it the first time, um, it was like free on YouTube, published by the company that made this movie on their YouTube channel. It's been taken down now. It's been demonetized, I'm sure. um, I think think there was a a swap of hands on the rights. Mm. Mm, Um, Sure. There's also because that was that was not long ago. I saw this movie. I think I'm pretty sure this was a pandemic movie for me. Oh wow! That I watched it in like 2020, and I believe I like literally saw that it was taken down in like 2021 off of YouTube. Um, so yeah, so that it was just kind of like a random just coincidence of things of I heard about it, and then I needed things to do, and I'm I've I'm very committed to trying to watch all of the weird animated movies that they're have been out there so that was just another checkbox for me and i'm glad i watched it again truly i uh i just it is such an interesting weird movie Mm -hmm. and you know what else is interesting and weird this podcast definitely (laughs) which is over now because we have reached the end of another episode of the lore you know ladies and gentlemen we're so glad we're so happy to have you here and we do want to thank Gailstorm Kitsune for doing the artwork for the channel. And we want to thank Apajo for doing the intro and outro music of the show as well. 
if I could get that turned into some sort of rock opera version of the lore you know, I would do that. I haven't heard back from my usual contacts, so Stevie Stevie Sondheim, you know, let me know. Um, Maybe the next episode is a musical. That would be a regular (laughs) amount of effort effort. to do. Yeah, no, I think that would be fun. I can't wait for that one. Um, And hey, we also want to thank, who's that lizard X lizard over there in the other corner for coming on again, sharing her vast knowledge of both animation and weird things, sort of your intersection of of, of things that you know about. It really is. what is what is your you have some sort of webtoon some sort of uh completely available for free webtoon right I now have a free to read full comic that has been recently completed as of November 2023 um cuz i believe this episode comes out in 2024 that's true um, happy new year everyone <laughs> so yeah you can feel free to read finding fiends on webtoon for free in its entirety which is a very good read. If it's you a, like weird and interesting art, then there you go. Yeah. If you like cryptids or scary <laughs> things like that are actually kind of cute. Comedy. That's the one. That's the one. This is the one. We're the one. I'm the one because I've been CJ. I've been Ethan. I've been Fran. I've been Liz. Oh, she stuck in there at the end. I don't, I don't know what to <laughs> Fabuloso. say Fabuloso. That was fabuloso. Everyone does such a fabuloso job. Oh, my electric. Was it my electric <laughs> wagon? My electric wagon. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>